0: Slava, Isra Zagostus, love Novika, Glory be to Jesus Christ. <coughs> Glory be forever It's Father Basil again doing another podcast. And hope everyone's doing well this week. Been kind of busy again, family and church work, but I really enjoy doing these podcasts. I'm going to do them as often as I can. And so I'm reading again from... The book, Light for Life, Part 2, The Mystery Celebrated, from God With Us Publications. And we're going to talk about liturgy today, our sanctification in time. The word liturgy refers to more than the divine liturgy, the Eucharist. It applies to all the services celebrated in the course of the Church's life. The term includes the divine liturgy, which is the summit of God's presence for our salvation, the holy mysteries, the sacraments, which connect us with the divine life or sanctify particular moments of our life, the daily offices, which consecrate the day to the Lord, and other occasional rites and offices for special needs. These services transform us into sharers of the divine life and sanctify each dimension of our lives. The existence of time reflects our limitations. It means that a human person cannot experience all of existence at once. Time marks the beginnings and ends of our earthly life. The Greeks had two words for time, kronos and keros, which some fathers distinguished to represent contrasting aspects of the human experience of time. These authors identified Kronos as the measurable aspect of time, the time intervals calculated by material devices. We often yearn to escape this boundary to be united with the One who is eternal and infinite, the Lord our God. Yet God has entered time. Although immortal, He was born and died as a man. His life has now become our life and His resurrection, our victory over death, a manifestation in time. By coming into time, God has given all time a new meaning. Kronos, the fathers taught, is overcome by keros, events or occasions, which means the opportune time, for us the time of salvation. St. Paul proclaims the new time of Christ. Now is the acceptable time, Kairos. Now is the day of salvation. Years before the birth of Christ, the writer of Ecclesiastes, or Coileth lamented times hold. Vanity of vanities, all things are vanity. One generation passes and another comes, but the world forever stays. What has been, that will be. What has been done, that will be done. Nothing is new under the sun. After the resurrection, however, we have been freed from this unremitting cycle. Time has become a vehicle for life. As St. John Chrysostom said, there is always the same grace of the Spirit. It is always a Passover. For St. John Chrysostom, every celebration of the Divine Liturgy was the saving Pasch of God, always present to us through the lived out in time. St. Maximus too contrasted the Old Testament version of time with that of the New. Following the resurrection of Christ, the times and seasons became signs of Christ's true and full presence to us at all times. As he promised, know that I am with you always until the end of the world. St. Maximus explains at length, God indicated that he himself was to be honored symbolically through the days. For he is the Sabbath, as the soul's repose after its exertions in the flesh and as the cessation of its sufferings and the cause of righteousness. He is the Passover, as the liberator of those held in the bitter slavery of sin. He is the Pentecost, as the origin and consummation of all created beings, and as the principle through which all things by nature exist. Christ is our liberator and saviour in all things including the ultimate weapon of time, that is death. By his death we sing, he has trampled upon death and has given us to share in his victory. We know we must still die biologically, but Christ has robbed death of its ultimate power. As St. Paul rejoiced, O death, where is your victory? But thanks to be God, who has given us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. For those who have been baptized into Christ, his life has become our life. We live no longer at the mercy of Kronos, but live in the new time of Christ. The uniqueness of this new time is that it is always fresh and opportune. Every element of Christian time is actually a celebration of the same mystery of salvation from a new perspective. The paschal mystery of Christ's victory over death enlivens everything we do. All liturgy proclaims that Christ, by his self-emptying, has been exalted above all and raises us all with himself. Liturgy allows us, living in time, chronos, to see this central reality from the perspectives of all the different activities of our lives. Three different kinds of services mark the varied ways in which we experience the ever-present mystery of Christ. Services of the first cycle mark the movement from one stage of life in Christ to another. These rites are mainly the sacramental mysteries of the Church. Baptism and chrismation bring us to a rebirth into the life of the Trinity. Repentance, the second baptism, marks our passage from spiritual illness, sin, back into our spiritual life. Ordination and marriage mark new ways in which we commit ourselves to the risen Christ. Holy unction renews our life in Christ during the bodily crisis of illness. We will shall explore the mysteries in more detail after the chapter of the Divine Liturgy. The second cycle involves the rhythm of daily life. Each day is marked by various services which connect the day to aspects of the divine economy. Through these daily offices, we participate moment by moment in the mystery of God's salvation and proclaim that in the age of salvation, every day is the day the Lord has made. The third cycle consists of those recurring celebrations in which we remember the whole story of God's salvation through the historical events in which they happened. By these annual commemorations, we proclaim our faith that God is truly working the same salvation for us today. As previously noted, many of the church hymns seem to celebrate a past event. By beginning with the word today for now is the day of salvation so it's um, very interesting in our Eastern Christian tradition that we we, we see uh, the the year differently, as Christians, than maybe others do who are not Christians. You know, as a priest, I always see the year in terms of liturgical celebration. So, you know, there's the Easter season. There's the Christmas season. There's the Pentecost season. There's the Theophany season, and and there's so many different seasons of the year where we celebrate these feast days of the saints of the lord and and the same thing through our daily life you know as a priest i don't see you know uh, the same kind of days as everyone else i see them as you know what prayer are we doing during this time so you have the liturgies you have the akathist you have the malebans, You have the Vesper services that you do throughout the week because this is what we do to praise the Lord. We praise the Lord through all our daily services to honor Christ Jesus. So that's all I'm going to say about today and I will talk to you again very soon. God bless.